0: Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that people that we put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. This is DON'T TREAD ON AMERICA! guys, how's it going out there? It is me, Don Q, with you today on this beautiful Wednesday, September 15th, 2021. How's it going out there today, everybody? Ah, well, it's been a long time since we talked. No, it's only been a couple days. <clears throat> See, I'm trying to be more consistent. Uh, before we get into the show, what I would like for you guys to do is, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you go ahead and hit the uh, subscribe subscribe to the channel, don't trade on America, and uh, give us a liking. If you have any comments, any questions, anything you want to talk about, um, go ahead and leave them there. You can also do that on the uh, whatever app you might be listening to us on, as far as uh, on your podcast uh, apps, you know, whether, you know, wherever you're listening to us at, Podbeam, Apple, Google, iHeart, so on and so forth. Uh, so uh, if you guys could do that, the more subscribers, the more stuff we can get this whole rolling, the better the information I get, the better I will get. Maybe I get some new mics so you're not everything's not blocked. I'm not like, hey how's it going? Hey. (laughs) You know, I could get down here but you know, whatever. Anyway, so just help me out with that. Um, The more you guys subscribe, the more you actually follow the pages, follow the uh, YouTube's, follow the um, apps as far as uh, what podcast podcasting app you're using will help me out and to uh, further this show and I uh, get some more sponsors you know speaking of which don't forget our sponsors uh, smoothmyballs.com backslash dtom for 20% off razors and accessories and also uh, don't forget that we are brand ambassador for makers mark check them out and check us out on facebook.com don't tread on america instagram.com backslash don't tread on America, and twitter.com backslash dtom underscore 1775, and you can check us out for, uh, like I said, then again, you can leave us uh, questions, concerns, comments, you know, whatever. If you're missing the songs, if you're not missing the songs, if you have an idea for a song, if you want to get one of these sweet-ass jerseys, don't tread on America. Oh. But, you know, just communicate. Um, the more you guys communicate, the, the more stuff we can do and so on and so forth. Now, on to the news of the day. Um, I told you guys the other day when we talked, um, there's actually a lot of stuff going on right now um, between our freedoms, our liberties, and other people's freedoms and liberties. Um, I don't know if you guys are paying attention to what's going on in, on uh, Capitol Hill right now, but there's a lot of fighting amongst the uh, cabinet mem- members on the uh, on President Biden, Dipshit McGee's uh, staff there, or you know his cabinet. So <clears throat> the um, I don't know, I don't want to say the Judiciary Committee, the, uh, I think it might be the, uh, hell, I don't know what they are. Anyway, here's uh, Rand Paul uh, questioning Anthony Blinken um, yesterday on uh, Capitol Hill. Uh, They they summoned Blinken, Austin, and whoever is over the CIA. I don't know his name, pardon me. Uh, And it was supposed to start Monday. None of them showed up. I guess Blinken um, showed up via Skype or whatever. And then they were all kind of giving him shit like, you know, how come you're not here? We're here. Where are you at? And he was, you know, his office literally a block away. He was at the State Department, which I don't know how familiar you guys are with D.C., but the State Department is, I don't know, a mile, mile and a half, I think, from the Capitol building. So, I mean, not that far of a walk for that matter, let alone a limo ride or, a, or whatever whatever means of transportation he would have to get to get there. But nonetheless, decided he wouldn't show. Showed up on Tuesday, to his credit, only to get drilled by Rand Paul. Uh, here's uh, Rand Paul going after him right now.
1: The guy the Biden administration droned, was he an aid worker or an ISIS-K operative? Uh, the... Uh, Administration is, of course, reviewing that uh, that strike, uh, and I'm sure that a you know full assessment will be will be forthcoming. So you don't know if it was an aid worker or an ISIS K operative. Uh, I can't speak to that, and I can't speak to that in this setting in any event. So you don't know or won't tell us. Uh, I don't. I don't know because we're, we're reviewing it. Well, see, so you'd think you'd kind of know before you off somebody with a Predator drone whether he's.
0: A- so that's kind of like a. Uh, a mic drop moment right there, I, I, in my opinion. An
1: aid worker or he's an ISIS case. See,
0: the thing is, is this isn't just you. It's been
1: going on for administration after administration. The Obama administration droned hundreds and hundreds of people. And the thing is, is there is blowback to that. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but I see these pictures of these beautiful children that were killed in the attack. If that's true, and not propaganda, if that's true, Guess what? Maybe you created hundreds or thousands of new potential terrorists from bombing the wrong people. So you've got to know who you We can't sort of have an investigation after we kill people. We have an investigation before we kill people. We've got plenty of bombs. We can bomb almost anything we want from anywhere in the world. Maybe we should have bombed the helicopters and the planes that we left behind. I mean, even though you said you didn't know any of this and it was all surprised, surprise, once they took all of our stuff, we should have said you've got 20 minutes to get out of it because we're going to blow it all up then you would have sent a message of strength. Instead, we bombed somebody who we're not sure whether it was an aid worker or an ISIS-K operative. See, that's not, a, that's not sending a signal of strength, and in the end, there will be more blowback from it. If you killed an aid worker on accident, I mean, do you think we're better off because of that? You really could have acted in a position of strength, but you could have made the basic decision, that, the basic fundamental decision that, that really ruined the whole thing for you was a, a military decision to abandon Bagram Air Force Base before before you left before the Americans were out. Anybody can argue and you may have a point that it happened quick more quickly than we thought it was going to happen. Okay, that's an honest mistake, still a huge mistake. And when people make judgments mistakes in the military, they ought to be relieved of their post, but leaving Bagram Air Force Base I think is an unforgivable sort of mistake. It's going to be remembered in history, but if you
0: So <clears throat> you know he basically keeps on going on there to to drill him and he's right i mean a lot of people everyone everyone listening to this i would assume knows who rand paul is and uh i would also assume that you uh that you enjoy what he stands for because he is very technically yes a republican i would consider him more a libertarian more so than a republican per se he um he uh doesn't doesn't care much like he's not a big fan he was not a big fan of the patriot act is not a big fan of the patriot act and uh he is a big fan of our liberties and freedoms um it was kind of interesting the little bit of of I, what I watched of blinken's testimony yesterday constant blaming of everybody else um i don't know exactly the role that the secretary of state has in making decisions i, I would assume a lot because from what i'm hearing a lot of the uh, private um contractors and stuff that have been flying trying to trying to fly in and out of uh, afghanistan they're not given the clearance and that goes to the state department which that's his office essentially but instead he's blaming the defense secretary austin and the guy that runs the cia and you know stopping short of actually blaming biden but instead blaming trump so you know with everything that's been going on in the last eight months in the biden administration as far as the uh, executive orders the changing of this and changing of that um, this is the one thing that Trump did that they said there was no way they could get out of it, but instead they totally fucked it up. So it just goes to show that everything that Trump has done, or had 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 done, I should say, um, was erased by Biden. I think mainly because they couldn't keep it up. They, there is no way they could keep up what he had done, and they knew this. So instead of trying to uh, trying to keep up with it, they decided to get rid of it. That way they can, you know, oh, that was a crappy whatever. Um, so we're going to get rid of it. But this is the one thing you, stuck, you steadfast, you know, stuck to because you made a deal. Well, you know, Trump made a deal with the American public, but you had no problem canceling those. Um, it's it's very interesting that this is the one thing you couldn't change And instead, you just totally fucked it up. And now all you have is the president's men, so to speak, blaming each other, all pointing fingers. Shit, two of them didn't even show up. You know, I I would think if you were... I'm assuming you're not subpoenaed to show up in front of the Senate. But to me, that's very disrespectful. If the Senate, whatever committee this is, um, looks like Senate Foreign Relations Committee. So if any Senate committee calls you before them to answer questions on what the hell happened and you don't show up i would i would think that's not a good thing number 1 and you might want to actually have some answers uh secretary blinken instead of pointing fingers at everyone else but you know that's that's pretty much what we have to look forward to we are literally approaching the eighth month in this uh, in this uh, presidential whatever and uh, it's been a shit show since day one. I mean, you guys recall our show we did. Um, actually, if I, if I recall correctly, the show we did on the day of the inauguration was the one show we lost when my computer crashed and I had to buy a new laptop. But that show, it was actually our technically our third show. Um, we had talked about, not that you guys would know this, and I can't recall it because it's lost forever. It's gone. But uh, we did cover it at one point or another where, we, if you recall, when he was uh, inaugurated on the 20th of January, he started signing uh, executive order after executive order. And he went on. He, I don't recall the number off the top of my head, but if I remember correctly, it was somewhere around 30, 50, between 30 and 50, um, be, between one and, no, between 30 to 40 some odd um, executive orders that he was and he is literally running his his presidency in that same manner and it started back january 20th No, no sooner did he raise his hand to god and promise to uphold the constitution of the united states which he hasn't done yet because after he did that he l- literally went to the white house and started signing ex- executive orders to get rid of everything that trump did except for this, which, granted, we needed to get out of Afghanistan. I'm not saying that, that in, the, in the grand scheme of things this didn't need to happen. But you mean to tell me there was no plan in place to do this? Trump made a deal a year ago, and there was no plan in place? I mean, because when Trump made this deal, surely he assumed he was going to still be president, right? Right. He didn 't assume he was going to lose, especially this dumbass so if um, if he was under the assumption he was going to be president, surely at that point when he made the deal with the Taliban or whoever the hell he made the deal with that um, that he was going to be president, so they started making a plan. so come because realistically, I think if I 'm not mistaken, we were supposed to be out at the end of May, so it obviously got pushed back you know to the end of um. August, somehow or another, that was able to get changed. But nonetheless, so even if, let's assume Trump didn't make a plan or they weren't in the process of making a plan, we we know for a fact that President Dipshit Where's My Ice Cream McGee, I like that name better than Joe Biden, so we're going to go with that one. (laughs) President Dipshit Where's My Ice Cream McGee has had a plan to get rid of everything Trump's done, okay? So let's assume Trump made this deal with whomever in Afghanistan and made no effort to make a plan to get out, which I I can't imagine that was the case, but let's just assume that's the case. So January 20th, well, I mean, realistically, once he won, won the election, his uh, office of the president-elect, as they were processing the transition of power, surely they were going into those scenarios of getting, um, you know, stuff ready to take over the office, which should have included this. Like, they would have, should have been like, uh, excuse me, Mr. President-elect Dipshit McGee, uh, <laughs> you know, he signed a deal with the Afghanis to get out by May 31st, and it's uh, you know, only gonna give you four months after you take office, you know, we need to start working on a plan. So surely, November, December, January, they started working on this. Which goes to show that this guy and the people that he surrounded him with can't make a plan, they couldn't plan to get out of a wet fucking paper bag. I'm telling you right now, this whole shit show of getting out of Afghanistan, this was the worst pullout I've ever seen in my life. Since the day I got my first wife pregnant. Oh. (laughs) But all kidding aside. uh, They, like like Rand Paul says there, why, if you're going to do a drone strike, and it's not just this office, because like he said, Obama was notorious for doing this. Um... You would think that if you're going to do a drone strike against a, an an individual, you'd make sure that what your drone strike, what you're striking, is the right person, not just randomly dropping bombs. Like and he says, you're, if you possibly killed, you know, 200 innocent civilians, all you did was radicalize their brothers, sisters, parents, you know, uncles, whatever. You didn't make anything better. Um, if you were going to bomb something. Why didn't you bomb the equipment that we left behind? But no, let's instead make them the fourth largest military now. Or, it's not largest, but fourth most armed military in the world. Let's do that instead. Because, you know, that seems to make a shit ton more sense than, um, uh, than, um, uh, you know, than just bombing a freaking, uh, um, uh, I'm sorry (laughs) I got I'm I'm producing directing engineering sound I'm doing everything here it's a little cumbersome so I don't want to I'm trying to find another video here and I'm trying not to make sure it plays over top of me but anyway why wouldn't you make sure let's you know if you're not going to pack up the 80 something billion dollars in equipment how about we at least um how about we at least um Blow the shit up so no one can use it. But instead their excuse is, oh, it's fine. Well, uh, they won't be able to use it after a while anyway because systems will be outdated and they don't really know how to work it anyway. Well, surely if this ragtag band of misfits was able to gather up enough gumption to take over a fucking country, you would think that they've got somebody in their employment that might have an iota of sense to them to be able to figure the fucking shit out. And better yet, even if they don't, they have the military equipment that other countries are interested in, i.e. China, Iran, uh, Russia, whoever else. And those countries have the, the ability to be able to maybe, if nothing else, reverse engineer Said product and whatever, and then in turn teach the Afghan, you know, teach the Taliban how to do whatever. This, this right here is the beginning of a fuck show. That if everyone, if the people that listen to this, if you recall Desert Storm and what we did, you know, liberation of Kuwait, that, that, in my opinion, <laughs> and I hate I'm trying to think who was. Was that a, was that a Bill? Was that old Billy Boy? Um, or it was either Bush. I can't recall. So it was ninety, yeah. So it was Bush, senior. So um, I don't recall uh, Schwarzkopf. I don't recall who the Joint Chief is. I think it might have been Colin Powell, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but the the plan there was to go in, do it almost kind of Germany style, I hate to use them as a reference point, but like a Blitzkrieg type, get in there, get Iraq out of Kuwait, free them, and we were done. That was the plan, but obviously, contractors, um, business entities, and uh, Halliburton and all these people got involved, started throwing money around. And we stayed, we, we've been in the Middle East pretty much ever since then. Well, we were there before then, but this is when we really became entrenched in everybody's fucking business over there. Because we have to worry about what the fuck these people are doing. And we should, they've been at war with each other for thousands of years. Let it, let it go. At the time, it didn't concern us. The only thing that concerned us with that whole situation was oil. And if you're if you're thinking that I'm wrong, then you're crazy. That's the only reason we got involved in that was oil. Fast forward to 2016, and Trump did what he did with oil in this country. We never we don't need that. We don't need their oil. We don't need them. But yet here we are again, right to dipshit McGee. Where's my ice cream? Coming in here and cutting the pipeline, cutting drilling, cutting this, cutting that, because we gotta be green, we gotta do this. But in the meantime, here's a pipeline for Russia, here's this for China, and here's this for you know, it's like it's almost like he wants to be dependent on other countries to to take care of us. I I, I don't know. The funny thing is, is and I guess I should I'm gonna play this, but I should go and do more research on this. But nonetheless, this is what it is. Um, I don't recall a president being elected popular. He was, you know, uh, won the popular vote, won the electoral vote. There was no question. It's not like when Trump won, he won the electoral college, but you know, the whole thing was, well, Hillary had more votes. Well, okay, she, she maybe she did, maybe she didn't. I don't recall. She just didn't have the right votes, the, more, the most votes in the right places, I guess, so to speak, because that's the way Electoral College works. This guy had the most votes in the Electoral College, right? So this is technically on paper the uh, most popular president ever elected, right? This old, dumbass <laughs> dipshit of a guy is the most popular president we've ever elected. Okay, and I'm not even let's not let's not go back to George Washington. Let's go just recent years. The last couple of presidents we've had that we've elected the population since George Bush, since W was elected. So he had W, um, Obama, Trump and dipshit. Right. Those four presidents elected, the population hasn't grown that much from from Bush to now. That you would have that many more voters. You see what I'm saying? So, I would think, in the grand scheme of things, of those four presidents, the one that would have gotten the most votes, at least initially, would have been Obama. And the only reason I say that was because it was an it was an anomaly. It was history. It was a the first black man, you know, in such a racist country. You know, we're all systemically racist, and you know, kill black people and you know, do whatever, but yet we managed to, to uh, elect a black man as president. So at least the first time around, you would think that um, Obama won, an, I mean, he did, but he would have had you know 100 million votes. I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm here to tell you right now, part of this is my fault. I'll be honest with you. Unfortunately, I believe the bullshit that Obama said. I voted for him the first time and I probably you know I don't know if I'll just lose the uh, <laughs> the 7500 consistent listeners that we have right now but I I'll be honest with you I wasn't a fan of McCain never have been never was never will be um and Obama said all the right things I mean granted, as he as he was president and when he was running for re-election he was a shit show of a fucking president. And he knew he was a shit show of a president because then when he ran the second time, he ran on nothing. Only thing he ran on was free stuff. We're going to give you free, free, free cell phones, free this, free this, you know, blah, 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 whatever. I'm not going to go into fucking history. But the biggest reason he won the second go around is because we had dipshit uh, Mitt Romney running, which granted I voted for him, but um, probably wouldn't have been much better than having McCain in there. So anyway, point being is, (laughs) Biden, the most popular president ever elected, 81 million votes, right? And eight months later, this is where he's at. 42 percent, only 42 percent approve of him and his policies right now. Biden's popularity, it's shrinking. So he went... From uh, in August, so just a month ago, he was at only a 46% approval and um, 43% disapproval. But in a month's time, he's gone down to a 42% approval and a 50% disapproval. So that's uh, it's pretty, pretty strong um, in just a month every month his his ratings have gone his ratings his <laughs> approval has gone down now granted I'm not a big big fan of polls because they can be manipulated as as you guys might recall when when um Trump won the presidency the whole time it was um uh, it was uh oh Hillary this and Hillary that and hillary 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 and uh if you believe the polls, um, it would have caused people to stop, to not go and vote. Um, fortunately, people did, and he won. So polls polls are funky when it comes to that. But I think what he's got going on right now, and what's causing his numbers to drop, and I would assume continuously drop, is the fact that he's stupid. No. <laughs> Between what happened in Afghanistan and now with his vaccine crap, uh, you know, he's not doing himself any favors. Whether these are his ideas, these are uh, other people's ideas, and he's just reading a script, whatever. Remains to be seen, I guess, right? I will say this about that. Um, This whole vaccine mandate that everyone's flipping out about. And I told you guys on the last show, just calm down. Let's wait and see what's going to happen before we get ourselves up in an uproar. Because I'm telling you right now, he knows he cannot constitutionally do this. Okay? And the reason I say this is this. Technically, the only people he employs, right, are the people that work for him in the White House. So like his chief of staff and those people. Okay. If this vaccine needs to be mandated, right? If you and me and everyone else in this country have to take the have to take the vaccine, right? If it's mandated that we have to take this vaccine. Okay. How come no one in the White House has to take it? How come no one in Congress has to take it? How come the 600-some-odd thousand, or maybe it's closer to seven, but nonetheless, employees of the post office don't have to take it. So the argument can be made, well, the um, postal workers don't have to take it because they have a union and union fought it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, how many companies out there have unions? I, I don't know the answer to this question. I'm just throwing this out there. So if you work for a company and you belong to a union, like if you're uh, an auto uh, builder, whatever, or steel, whatever, and you you belong to Steelworkers Union 1234, well, I would think if the uh, postal worker union was able to get out of it, you would too, right? Okay. If all federal employees are mandated to take the, um, the COVID vaccine, right, how come they aren't? Now, of all the federal workers that you can think of, okay, so let's, let's just think about this real quick. Okay, post office, right? Then we could say FBI, CIA, NSA, uh, <laughs> Secret Service, whatever. I can't even think of them all, right? State Department, da-da-da-da-da. Of all those things I name, most people, everyone listening to this show, watching me right now, um The most of those group of people that you have interactions with on a regular basis, on a daily basis, for the most part, is who? The post office, right? They handle your mail. They handle packages. I mean, shit, I, I, I don't know how it is in the rest of the country, but I know in Florida, I would assume it's like this everywhere, but I see postal workers working on, on Sundays delivering packages for Amazon, Right? So they're handling your, they're handling your package. Oh yeah. Now they're handling your packages. They're handling your mail. They're handling this. They, you know, sometimes like if I'm outside doing yard artwork and I see the, the post, uh, you know, the, the postman or whatever you want to call him coming down the road, I'll stand out there and get the mail from him. Hey, how's it going? You know, blah, blah, blah. So technically, right. This guy could be COVID laced and I'm touching the mail from him and I'm getting the cooties and the whole nine yards. Right. So of all the federal workers that you can think of, all the branches of the federal government that deal with people on a daily basis, I would assume they are the most interactive with the public of all the branches. You know, yeah, the FBI and these other branches, these policing um, agencies deal with people on a regular basis, but not to the quantity that the post office does. But yet they don't have to do it. The people making the laws, the the people sitting in Capitol Hill, don't have to do it. Why? Pelosi says, I can't do that. I can't mandate these people to um, take the vaccine. Well, that's funny because last time I checked, they're U.S. citizens and they live in this country and they work in this country. I don't give a shit if they're federal employees or not. They live and work and do whatever in this country. So if you and I have to take the vaccine... Why shouldn't they, right? Number two, number three, foreigners, okay? I don't see them setting up tents down there on the border. And as the, you know, people are coming up from through Mexico, they're not making sure they're inoculated. They're not giving them COVID tests. They're not uh, asking them if they're on their first or second dose of Moderna. No, they're letting them right the fuck on in and tell them to go ahead and get a hotel room. You know, and if they test them they're COVID positive, they're okay, well, you need to go quarantine. But after quarantine's over, they're able to, you know, bounce around the country like nothing's, no bubbles, no troubles. But yet you and I, the people that are paying taxes and paying for those illegals to come across the border, we have to take the man have to take the the vaccine. We're, we're mandated to do it. People coming from Afghanistan, we're, you know, we're getting these people out of, out of Afghanistan, which, by the way, I'm not against. If, if we used um, citizens of Afghanistan to help us, whether it be you know, to, to you know, scout the areas, uh, use them as translators, whatever the case may be, yeah, I believe that we should get those people and their family out. But that's, with that being said, are we mandating that those people coming over get the get the shot? Are we? No, we're not. But you and I do. Why? Why? That's the biggest question. Why? Call your congressmen. Call your governors. If you live in a state that isn't Florida, Georgia, <laughs> Texas, uh, let's see, South Dakota... I know where I'm getting downloads from, and one of my biggest downloaded states next to Florida is California, okay? I don't know exactly what's going on in California, but I would assume that if they're mandating them countrywide, that (laughs) Newsom's not going to stand up for you, which, you know, by the way, the folks listening to the show, I applaud you, but... I, I got to imagine how upsetting it's got to be to live there and how upset you guys have to be at your neighbors that they couldn't get this shit done. I guess um, Larry Elder, I saw a brief thing where he's looking into to voter fraud because I'm sure there was some, but, you know, what are you going to do at this point? It's just a situation of... Uh, Another fucking election stolen. You know. Here's what I would say about that. I do know that Newsom had to dump, I think the figure was eighty three million dollars into his I don't want to say reelection, but his whatever, his his no on the recall type thing. Um had to bring in all the big guns, had to bring in Camel Toe and President Dipshit McGee and celebrities and, you know, $83 million to avoid not being governor from, I, I would assume he probably spent $100 million or more to become governor, you know, like two years ago, year and a half ago, however long he's been there. But hopefully it opens some people's eyes because I'm telling you right now, as bad as it's been for you guys, it's not going to get any better and uh i would almost assume that he's going to he's going to be pissed off enough now he's going to rule with an iron fist hopefully the folks in your in your state and i'm not talking to you guys that listen to the show because you know but you guys are the ones that got to get out there and and let it be known to everyone else and i can see the downloads in california are getting more and more and i appreciate that and I can only assume that that's because you guys over there are spreading the word of D-Tom, and I appreciate it. And uh, uh, if everyone else would keep on doing what they're doing, we can grow this show. And uh, I know I'm not the best speaker, and uh, you know <laughs> I was doing the, uh, the uh, songs and whatnot and didn't really get much feedback on it, so I'm kind of like, eh. Granted, I know I'm not the best singer. The only reason I did the songs was to be funny, try and bring a little levity to the show and to, to your lives. Um, the reason I do the Bill character, same thing, a little levity. But with these shorter shows, I'm just trying to be direct, get you guys some information and in my take on what I think's going on. And uh, hopefully, you continue to like it. Hopefully, you go to the YouTube channel. Don't tread on America. Hit the subscribe button and you'll see the videos. And hell, I don't even know that you want to see the videos. You see my ugly face. I'm, you know, got my race hat on today. Got the d jersey. Sporting it, you know. Come on, baby. Come on, D-Tom train. Let's roll. <laughs> but uh, if you guys are interested in any of this stuff, um, let me know. If you go to the YouTube channel, you can you can comment. You can question. You can send me questions, uh, concerns. Uh, suggestions, anything, and also make sure you can go to our Facebook, our um, Instagram, and our Twitter pages to do the same. The links will be at the bottom of the YouTube um, page, and also wherever you're listening to this podcast, it is also on the bottom. I put a little bit of show notes and uh, the uh, the uh, links to our sponsors and to our social media platforms are all in there. So please check them out. Follow us. Give us a thumbing and a and Go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, and, uh, you know, just, just let's keep this going. We can all do this together, you know, and, hell, you know, if you guys are so inclined you want to be on the show, we can do a Skype. I can have, I can have people. I can, do, I can do whatever the fuck I want, all right? Just know that. I've got uh, another podcast guys, out of um, New Jersey. Uh, His podcast is uh, The Freedom Variant. We are trying to work together to do a show-on-show thing. And uh, he also does a podcast, Steel Mace Nation. It's kind of a workout thing, but he's also doing this Freedom Variant, which is more of a show kind of like this. And uh, if you want to check him out... um, Tell him where you where you heard him from, but yeah we're we're trying to get together. He's a firefighter up there, so his schedule's kind of funky, so we're trying to arrange a day where we can get together and do like I said a show on show thing and uh hopefully that'll be coming in the next week or so, and uh we'll bring that to you, and hopefully it'll help both of us out he's he's a you know new podcast like I am, I think he's been. He, he's been doing his other, the Steel Mace Nation one, a little bit longer than I've been doing this. But his Freedom Reign, he's just started a couple weeks ago. So I know he's trying to get that up and going. So this will help us both out by doing that. So anyway, um, for that, with that being said.
1: Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks, don't mind me. I'm going to just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please fuck this shit
0: i'm out all right guys and on that note today is september 15th 2021 the year is almost over thank god hopefully 22 is better all right guys i will talk to you again on friday don't forget to check out our social media platforms and also our youtube channel if you guys have any questions or anything you want to talk about Just drop a line there, let me know. And I'll see you guys or talk to you guys on Friday. Have a great day.